Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by the Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and uh, Eddie is not here. This is a mini that we're recording right now, or I should say, I'm recording. Um, We originally had the idea to go every other week for the summer, give us more time uh, off during what is uh, normally a busy season for, for both Eddie and I. Um, and of course, the first week we go to do that, um, we run into some uh, content jumbling or bundling or however you want to put it. But essentially, uh, in order to keep Game Club on track, we figured, hey, let's do a mini with the new heroes that have been added to the game already um, so we don't have to cover double the amount of heroes on our main episode. So here we are. Um for the most part, though, it'll be a, a fairly normal episode, but contained within this mini. Um, and as always, we'll start with the banners. Running right now, the Three Hopes release events are continuing with banners, new banners every day. Weekly Revival 9 and 26 are running right now. New Power goes until the 15th. Bridal Blessings Special Heroes Revival goes until the 16th. Bridal Blossoms goes until the 19th. And Book 6, Midpoint, Letizia, and more goes until the 29th of June. Uh, I'll cover my summoning here. I don't have eddies, but for me, I, I really only have one thing to report, and it's basically the fact that I was able to summon Ascended Florina from the free summoning tickets. Right now, I'm sitting here kind of saving up uh, my orbs for the, you know, the summer banners, as well as the Brave banner that's going to run at the end of the summer so I'm kind of uh, just trying to hold on to my orbs as much as possible, and I was lucky enough to get Ascended Florina. Uh, next, we're going to move into the calendar, which starting today on the 14th, we have Frontline Phalanx. Then we have Tempest Trials plus Login Bonus starting on the 15th, and then the Tempest Trials plus Summoning Focus running on the 15th as well. Summoning Focus Heroes with Rally Skills starts on the 16th, then our Tempest Trials Plus event, as well as the Special Heroes Login Bonus, and the Special Heroes Summoning event will start on the 17th of June. Starting on the 18th, we had the Bound Hero Battle Revival, Paula and Katria. Then on the 19th, the Colorless Battle Quests. And then on the 20th, Special Heroes Revival, Summer Passing. So we are heading into the summer season of Fire Emblem Heroes. We should have a preview of those summer heroes in the coming days. I know there was... Uh, a tease that was put out already and um in the discord i know eddie and lord nero are going back and forth it looks like we'll have yoon from radiant dawn and claude from three houses i mean we expected there to be more three houses and and likely dominating three houses so i agree with the discord in that we're likely to see all three lords uh get summer alt versions this year so but moving into our main Fey content chunk, we have the next resplendent hero, Matthew Faithful Spy. Matthew is the next resplendent hero after Effie, dressed in his best Niffle clothing. He will be available to Fey Pass subscribers starting June 25th. And then we have Book 6 Midpoint, Letizia and more, going to be our main chat on this mini. The main villain so far for Book 6 has arrived alongside a host of Blazing Blade characters to celebrate the Midpoint for the latest book of Fire Emblem Heroes. Starting off, we have Florina, Azure Sky Knight. We kick things off with Ascended Florina. Florina comes from Ilia, a land famous for its mercenaries. She's been working hard day in and day out to become a great Pegasus Knight 
Like her sisters Fiora and Farina, Florina is a colorless flyer unit wielding new height bow, accelerate special trigger cooldown count minus one, effective against flying foes. If unit's HP is less than or equal to 60%, allies can move to a space adjacent to unit. Allies within two spaces can move to a space within two spaces of unit. If unit is within three spaces of an ally, grants attack slash speed plus six to unit during combat and deals damage equal to 15% of unit's speed. She has a new skill in the B slot called S slash D Fartrace 3, which enables Kanto remaining, inflicts speed slash defense minus three on foe during combat. Rounding out her kit is Moombo as a special, attack slash speed push four in the A slot, and joint drive speed in the C slot. Now, I, I did manage to summon Florina, Ascended Florina. I, I haven't uh, used her yet, but I, but I did manage to summon her. And it's really interesting to see uh, her Ascended version become a, an archer and continue, obviously, to be a Pegasus flyer. So it's really cool to see her uh, get that Ascended version. And funny enough, it's kind of crazy that it's taken this long, but we our next two heroes, Sane and Kent, um, some pretty, uh, I would say pretty uh, important characters in Blazing Blade and the fact that we haven't gotten them yet. Like the first two cavalry units that you get in that game and, and now they're just arriving in Fire Emblem Heroes. So it's, it's quite something. Uh, let's talk about those now. We have Sane Green Lance. Sane is a knight of the Lycian League's House Kalen. He may seem like something of a rascal at first, but he's a true knight who's dedicated to his duty. Contrary to his name, Sane is a Blue Lance Cavalry unit wielding Jolly Jade Lance, which enables Kanto remaining plus one. It also grants attack plus three. If unit initiates combat or is within two spaces of an ally, grants attack slash speed plus six to unit during combat. If a rally assist is used by unit, grants attack slash speed plus six to unit for one turn and grants unit another action. This can occur once per turn. He has a new skill in the A slot called Speed Slash Defense Catch 4, where at start of combat, if foe's HP is equal to 100%, or if penalty is active on foe, grants Speed Slash Defense plus 7 to unit during combat. At start of combat, if foe's HP is equal to 100% and penalty is active on foe, grants an additional Speed Slash Defense plus 2 to unit during combat. Rounding out his kit is Rally Up Attack Plus as an assist and Flow Refresh 3 in the B slot. And as mentioned, his duo from Blazing Blade arrives, and that's Kent Crimson Shield. Kent is a knight of the Lycian League's House Kalen. He's something of an intellectual with a stern disposition to match. Needless to say, he's quite the reliable hero. Kent is a red sword cavalry unit wielding allied sword plus, which grants attack slash defense plus four to allies within two spaces during combat. If unit is within two spaces of an ally, grants attack slash defense plus four to unit during combat. Being the four-star focus on the banner, he has no new skills, but rounding out his kit is reposition as an assist, attack slash speed bond three in the A slot, and speed slash defense snag three in the B slot. Now we get to the uh, villain of book six, at least the villain so far, with Letizia, Curse Director. Letizia is the leader of Embla's Curse Directive. She's also the older sister figure of Veronica. The Curse Directive is Embla's equivalent to the Order of Heroes, led by practitioners of the dark arts who take on the Emblian Empire's dirty work. Letizia was stripped of her territory and nobility following a plot hatched by the late Emperor of Embla, that is to say Veronica's father. Now she has a deep-seated grudge against Veronica. Letizia is a green-tome cavalry unit wielding Quormt. I'm going to 
I think that's how that's pronounced, which grants attack plus three. Start of combat if unit's HP is greater than or equal to 25%, grants attack plus six to unit during combat. Inflicts attack minus six on foe during combat. Unit makes a guaranteed follow-up attack and inflicts penalty on foe's attack slash speed slash defense slash resistance during combat based on the number of the following conditions that apply times three to a max of nine. An ally is within three spaces of unit. Another foe is within two spaces of target. A bonus is active on unit. A penalty is active on foe. She has a new skill in the C slot called Rouse Attack Slash Resistance 4, where at start of turn, if unit is not adjacent to an ally, grants attack slash resistance plus six and null panic to unit for one turn. Rounding out her kit is Draconic Aura as a special. Attack slash resistance catch four in the A slot. And A slash R far trace three in the B slot. Now this is a... um. A bit of a bonus hero here, which is Guy, or I, I now I'm, it's coming back to me. I remember last episode, uh, Eddie was, uh, now I can't remember if it's Guy. No, I said Guy and he was making fun of me. It's Guy, uh, Kutola Blade. Guy is a young swordsman from the plains of Sakai in Alib. He's an energetic young hero who trains without rest to be the greatest swordsman in all of Sakai. You can earn two five-star copies of this hero by completing Book 6 Midpoint Celebration quests. You might want to check on that uh, because I know those quests are limited. I think there's a bit more time, so don't worry about it right now. You can keep the podcast running. Um, but you might want to check in on that if you want to get your two copies of Gi. Gi is a red sword infantry unit wielding Vulture Blade Plus, where if unit is not adjacent to an ally, inflicts penalty on foe's attack slash defense during combat equal to 5 plus any current penalty on each of those stats. So for example, if foe has minus 7 to attack, inflicts attack minus 12 for a net penalty of attack minus 19 during combat, calculates each stat penalty independently. He has no new skills, but rounding out his kit is Glimmer as a special, life and death 3 in the A slot, and threatened speed slash defense 2 in the C slot. And finally, we have our grand hero battle unit, which is Limstella, Living Construct. With their enchanting golden eyes, Limstella has a bewitching appearance that hints at the powerful magics at their disposal. Limstella is in fact a morph, one of the minions created by Nurgle, who was controlling the Black Fang assassins from the shadows. Limstella is a green tome infantry unit wielding morph Fimboltviter, which grants attack plus three. If unit is within three spaces of an ally, inflicts attack slash resistance minus eight on foe during combat. Foe cannot make a follow-up attack and grants bonus to units attack during combat equal to the total attack plus resistance bonuses on ally with the highest total attack plus resistance bonuses within three spaces. If unit is within three spaces of an ally after combat, if unit attacked, deals 15 damage to nearest ally. Being the Grand Hero Battle unit, as I said, Limstella has no new skills, but has Glacius as a special defense slash resistance form 3 in the A slot, and Sabotage Attack 3 in the B slot. And uh, that is going to do it for the heroes and bring this mini to a close. As I said, with the every other week schedule, we're going to do our best to uh, have normal episodes where we cover every hero release, but there are going to be times when they fall in between, um, and rather than uh, bunch all those heroes up, we're going to, you know, we'll do minis when we need to. We don't want to miss content. I don't think we had a chance of missing this batch of heroes. I think it was just, it was going to make for an even busier uh, episode. So we wanted to, wanted to cover them and uh, also keep game club going at, um, 
the pace at which we, you know, basically talking about it every episode. And our next episode, we're going to be covering up to chapter 24 of Fire Emblem Awakening. And we're also going to chat about three paralogues. Uh, and those are Inigo, which is Olivia's child, Cynthia, which is Sumia's child, and Yarn, which is Pan's child. And we have plans to wrap up basically Game Club by uh, either beginning of August, late July. Um, I, I feel like we'll get it done by the end of July. And we will also be talking about Three Hopes next week, I should mention. The, the demo that's out is quite substantial. There's a lot of content in there. And I know I finished it up as the Black Eagles. And Eddie's looking to finish it up with all three houses. So we'll have some thoughts to share there. And it's early game, so we're going to try to... I think we're going to do spoilers. So if you're avoiding spoilers until you can play it for yourself, check out that demo. Your progress carries right into the main game, so it's totally worth checking out. And um, yeah, we'll uh, and we'll also have thoughts on the game once it launches, too, on June 24th, which is only 10 days away as of this recording. But that is going to do it for this mini. Visit us on the web at gamersinpodcast.com slash fay. Email the show, fay at gamersinpodcast.com. Check out the Fire Emblem channel in the Gamers in Discord at bit.ly slash TGI Discord. Follow us on Twitter. You can find me at rmurphy, Eddie at Drowfear, and don't forget to follow at the Gamers in for show updates. Be sure to check out serenesforce.net, our go-to resource for Fire Emblem news and information. It's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. Have a great week, and happy summoning. Happy summoning.